0: Oh my gosh. I am so sorry that I've been gone for this long, but it really has been like the worst and the best times of my life these past two months. And I just didn't have the bandwidth to pump out episodes for all of you guys. And that's why I was gone. Okay, so now I'm back and I need to give you guys the quickest recap I've ever given in my life. We're gonna dive into what i've been experiencing these last few weeks let alone few months between anxiety medication withdrawals which sounds insane but that's a real fucking thing between realizing i don't want to have kids at all and getting sick a million fucking times because of said kids and going on an east coast road trip like there are so many things that have happened for better or for worse we are back and we're just gonna dive into I'm just gonna say the hardest part of this so let's go there's a saying it's like when one door closes you open a window or some shit like that and I'm like girl I've been opening the shutters okay I've been crawling through the vents okay I have done it all where is my out here we are yes another week so i'm gonna say first things first i officially am still unemployed i know (laughs) Uh, 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 uh. and it's because the government sucks and it's the way that everything is made and the fact that we're in a recession and nobody in the government wants to talk about it It's a very frustrating time to be alive, let alone be someone that had to move back home and got laid off. So still no job. Second, no benefits at all. I get no government assistance. I actually just had to fill out paperwork to potentially get snap benefits because the least that I can do for myself is get groceries. So yeah, that's literally where we're at. If I was not in my mom's house, I would literally be fucking homeless. So that's my life right now. And that's another reason why I couldn't post episodes because I was so irritated and just like angry at the world. I didn't wanna come on here and like throw all of my hard work away by like literally ranting into a microphone. Like I do that, but it's not the same as this very real situation. I can be mad at a person all day and talk about it, but being mad about where you're at in life is a very different rage. It's a different frustration that, I've recorded this episode, I'm not exaggerating, five times. I've just re-recorded it twice and this is the last time I'm doing it because all of them were too angry. They were too angry for me and I couldn't even listen to it because I was just like, this is crazy. So here we are. I'm frustrated with my life and I've had a lot of other things happen and those are going to be in upcoming episodes, but... It's a frustrating time. And I have two interviews lined up in the sense that there are two things that I'm waiting to hear back from. And the last one that I did, they're now getting a second round of interviews. The second one that I did, this is the second round of interviews. So I'm just waiting consistently to see which one I get. I'm nervous for either one of them because they're not work from home jobs. I would have to commute all the way to Savannah. And that's not impossible. It's just long. (laughs) I realized that it doesn't really matter how far it is. It'd be nice if I was working remotely, but at this point, I just need a fucking job. And I'm sure once I start working as karma goes, as like anything that's happening in the world right now goes, when you're in a good position, that's when other opportunities come at you. And for whatever reason, when you need those opportunities, they don't show up when you need them to. So I don't know what the fuck that is or what that's even called, but it's like, it's the same thing when like you're in a relationship, your exes come back. That's the same concept. So. That's where I'm at right now and I'm nervous. I'm irritated. I'm more like given up a little bit because it's just like I've worked way too fucking hard for finding a job to be this difficult and on top of that I refuse to lower myself to apply for these minimum wage jobs. Like I applied for a fucking bus driver position because I was like, I just need like easy money. If I'm just driving a car, that's fine. Now you're caught up on my life at the moment. But let's rewind back to circa two months ago, when I first took a break from the podcast, even though I didn't realize I was going to take a break because I had to go to my grandma's house, which is in the middle of nowhere. Quite literally, she lives on a mountain in the middle of nowhere. And it's not a great time. Um, It used to be when I was I don't know a kid during the summer because she would actually want to do things, but now she's retired and her husband has died. So she's just kind of like in a weird limbo stage. So it's not really fun to be there and I don't ever want to go back necessarily. And that has nothing to do with like, I don't know, energies or vibes. I just realized as a grown ass adult, like, yes, this is good for retreatment, but this isn't even a retreat because my nieces and nephews live with my grandmother and it's not relaxing anymore. It's not something that makes me want to go there so that's what i was doing for the last two and a half months was helping out with my nieces and nephews while my sister was going through training i then had a realization that like i don't want fucking kids anytime soon i'm 26 it's easier to say now but genuinely, I can't really stand children anymore. I used to have so much patience and I don't know what happened to it besides going through the shit that I'm going through right now and trying to raise children is too fucking much. So I don't want kids. Y'all can have all of the kids you want. Um, Count me out of that fucking game, never. I'm sure that idea may change for me if I find a man ever um that is worth my time but more importantly a man that understands how hard it is to raise kids um i never want to be a single mom i'm never going to put myself in that situation so never having kids is my favorite thing right now (laughs) and it's the one thing i can like actually be proud of because everything else is pretty shitty life could be worse no not really This is the worst. That being said, these kids, these kids kept getting me sick. And I'm not exaggerating. I was sick the entire two months, you guys. Even when I left my grandmother's house and I went on a road trip with my friend that was supposed to be another retreat, I was still kind of getting over being sick even then. And the only way that it was like a little irritating was like my throat would get pretty dry. It felt like a sinus allergy problem. And my voice was like really raspy. But before that, Before that, I had a crazy sinus infection that I was like, oh, this is like a sinus infection from fucking hell. I've had this before. I don't know why I keep getting sick. And I was like really fucking irritated. So I get this medicine from Amazon. Surprise, surprise. Amazon has a pharmacy now. So I get this medicine from Amazon. It gets shipped to me. I take this medicine. I've never taken this kind of medicine. It's a specific kind of antibiotic. I've only ever taken Z-Packs before. This was not that. But it was an antibiotic. And I start taking it and I start having a crazy allergic reaction. And the way that I knew it was an allergic reaction was because it took three days. It took three days to kick in. And then I started to realize that I was going fucking bonkers because my skin felt like it was crawling. I couldn't get comfortable. I was itchy. like everything was irritating me and I was already sick so I was just like this cannot be fucking happening right now like I know this isn't a fucking dust mite problem because that's the only time shit like that has ever happened when my eczema flares up it's because of dust mites I have to like wash my sheets yeah twice a month and it's just like an annoying thing that only happens with me because I have very sensitive skin so I was just like I'm already sleeping on a hard ass fucking bed. I bought pillows so I could at least be semi-comfortable and now I can't even sleep because my skin is crawling. What the fuck? So I start looking up all of the potential reasons why my skin is crawling because I did everything. I did oil. I did like super, super thick lotion, like all the things that would usually help out with eczema and none of it was working. Come to find out it was definitely the fucking prescription antibiotic from Amazon that was giving me an allergic reaction and thank God, I think I was on like the last day of that antibiotic and so i literally would pop a benadryl right before i would go to bed so that way i could actually sleep throughout the night and it would immediately like counteract so if you're ever having an allergic reaction that doesn't feel like an allergic reaction but you know your body's doing something fucking weird pop a benadryl and see what happens because i promise you it's gonna fucking work and i've never been a benadryl girly um i've never had to take benadryl but i was like i bought this benadryl thank fucking god Let's see if it works. And it did. So that was one fun fact. Then, I'm not kidding, two days after I ended the antibiotic and I wasn't sick anymore, I got sick again because these kids keep coming home from these germy ass classrooms or from people that are also fucking sick or people that are not giving them their fucking medicine like they're supposed to. And they just consistently stay congested and they consistently are coughing and hacking and doing baby shit that babies do and i was so irritated when i got sick the second time after already paying too much money to get this antibiotic in the first place i was done i was fucking done so i literally had several days where like i was super lightheaded. i couldn't function i couldn't think straight i couldn't stand up like i was so tired i was like i'm here to help but i'm not helping at all like i cannot function and so i started looking up other reasons why I was feeling the way that I was feeling. And before I left, I remember that I was constantly irritated and like, yeah, I was stressed out. But it was a different kind of anger where I was like, I am on a short fuse. Like, I know this shit is not cool. And so I started looking up. What are the after effects of not being on your anti-anxiety medication? As you guys know, I was a Zoloft girl and I don't have a primary care because America sucks, yet again. So no primary cares are available where I live, nobody's taking appointments and it's a lovely time to be alive, right? So I have to wait a whole year basically to get this appointment with this specific prescriber. Don't have a way of getting a Zoloft prescription, that shit's done. And I start realizing these side effects started happening. And how I started realizing that was because I ended up cutting my Zoloft in half because I knew that I was going to have some sort of withdrawal because I knew when I, when I skipped a day or I forgot to take them immediately, I would get like headaches and like really bad side effects. And I was like, okay, this is because I'm not taking my medication. So I cut it in half and I started taking less and less and less until I just didn't have any. Well, now I have none and I'm like, okay, I'm fucked. What's going to happen? And I started having these horrible withdrawal symptoms where I'm like, not only anxious, but I'm irritated and I have a headache and I'm literally so lightheaded that I cannot like look up. Like my eyes are so fatigued and like everything in the room was spinning. Like it's just not a fun time. And I don't know how else to describe it other than like feeling off. Like literally it feels like somebody like put your body sideways and is making you walk straight up. Like it's not a fun feeling. So I somehow get on a side of TikTok where they're talking about self-help, but more importantly, holistic ways to help with anxiety and depression. And I never really like, not necessarily believed in it, but I've never really allowed myself to go down that route because I've never felt like I needed medication. And when I was put on medication, I was not told that Zoloft was a long-term drug. I was only told this is supposed to help with your anxiety And I was, and I even told her before she gave me the medication because I was having a mental breakdown, I was like, I don't want to be on this drug and I don't want to be forced to take this drug because now my body is used to it. I don't want that at all. I don't even take NyQuil for that exact reason. Like I do not want my body to get used to being on something in order to function. Like that's not okay for me, especially when it's a literal drug. Like it's not helping. It's just stopping a function in your brain from wiring. Like that to me, I don't like. So I found this guy on TikTok and he was like, you know what, I've looked a lot into this and like I actually have really bad anxiety and really bad depression symptoms and I wanted to try this out because I'm in a good place. So I know if I do it now, I'm not fucking myself over. So he does it for like a week or two and he gives his advice. And he basically was like, I started taking magnesium, B12 and D3. And that's really ironic because I'm low in D3. I need to take B12 and I'm supposed to be taking magnesium because of my back anyway. So I was like, okay, cool. Like, it's all the stuff that I'm already taking. Magnesium would be the only new thing. So he started taking like a really high dosage of it, I guess, just to like get the best effects. And so I also started taking a pretty high dosage of magnesium. I was taking a normal dosage of B12, a normal dosage of... Actually, I wouldn't even say normal dosage of B3 because it's like the 10,000 UG. I don't even know what the fuck UG stands for, but it's the one that's 10,000. So it's a strong. It's like the strongest one that they have. I think I took the highest dose of that that I could as well. But the pill was fucking huge. It was like a horse pill. Okay. I start realizing that I'm not feeling lightheaded. I'm not feeling super angry and like completely off. Like I start feeling a little bit better. So I keep taking them. Then I start realizing I'm getting nauseous every time I take these fucking pills and I can't function like that. I'm literally nauseous for at least an hour and a half after I take these pills. And that just turns me off for the rest of the day. Like it makes me not want to do anything else the rest of the day. It makes me not want to keep taking the pill like all of these things are happening, right? So I found like a sweet spot, kind of, because it's the only thing that I had. And it was like, take half of your pills now, take the other half later so you don't feel nauseous, make sure you eat beforehand. I was doing all of those things and I was still feeling nauseous. And I was like, well, maybe it's not the fact that I'm taking the pill, maybe the pill is too strong for me, maybe that's the problem. So then I finally get to a pharmacy. And I lower the dosage to a basic amount, like not like a minimal amount, but I'd have to go look at my prescription bottle to see what it actually says. But it's like a basic, like I was saying, like a, a very basic amount that the pill is not fucking humongous. Like it's like a normal sized pill. So I started taking that, no side effects. I start feeling normal. I don't have headaches. I'm not lightheaded and I'm, I'm not off. Like everything starts feeling like I feel normal. And I was like, thank God, like, these withdrawal symptoms were fucking crazy. I've never experienced drug withdrawal in my life. And that's the reason why I didn't want to take these pills that I was forced to because then my doctor would be like, well, if you're refusing my help, that's just going to be added to your record. And like, If you're having a mental breakdown, like, I can't do anything but give you pills. And I'm like, well, you're fucking awful. So, turns out, doctors don't always have your best interest at heart. And they don't fucking tell you when something is long-term. And even though I told her I didn't want something long-term, she refused and was like, we'll take this or don't. So here we are, if you're having withdrawal symptoms from Zoloft or other anxiety-like medications, I highly recommend taking magnesium. Magnesium is the only thing that I started taking when I actually started to feel better. And it doesn't have to be a large dosage, it can be a normal amount. Like the horse pill sized magnesium that I started taking was what made me nauseous and I will never do that again. It's not fun. Um, The B12 and the D3 are also really good. I don't know if they're necessary in the combination, but B12 is supposed to give you energy. D3 is just really good for like overall health. So yeah, magnesium. That's a little side note that I wanted to give you guys before I dove into all the other shit that was happening. Beyond suffering and being sick and having anxiety medication withdrawals, I have gone through a lot clearly (laughs) in these last two months and ironically, when I went on this road trip, I did feel a lot better. I felt like a human being again. I felt like I was an adult because it was a trip that I planned a long time ago, I already paid for it. Like it was something that needed to happen. And I'm actually going to have my friend on who went on the road trip with me so we can talk more about it because I don't want to like spill the tea here. But some crazy shit happened, but it was still really fun. And I just got to experience life in the way that I've always wanted to. And being unemployed is the only way that I was able to do that so i'm appreciative of that but beyond that it has not been a super girly pop time i've been really upset really frustrated about the fact that like i'm if i don't get these two jobs that i'm still waiting to hear back from and i'm on the list for interviews and i don't even want to speak that into existence like it's going to happen because it has to happen like that's my new mantra like It's going to happen because it has to it's going to work out because it has to so that's my new mantra right now if you guys want to steal it take it but i've realized that like i cannot allow myself to lower my standards and right now i'm living at a standard that i can't even meet because the world is really shitty right now the world is going through some crazy crazy shit and the fact that i'm just one little speck in the population of americans who are also unemployed, probably going through a lot worse time than I am, I can't help but feel like something is off. <laughs> like I don't know how to describe this feeling, but it just feels like, like, like I'm waiting for something. And I don't know how how to describe that or what that even means. Like, I'm probably gonna sound really fucking crazy, but because I've been in limbo for this long, like I've been doing the work, I've had interviews and I've been ghosted, like seven months of hard fucking work and still I'm not able to get a job. What am I, like, what is stopping me? Like, clearly there is something bigger than me and there's a reason why everything is happening, but like, what is the pause for? what is the pause for? I need to know. Like, I cannot, I cannot keep going like this. I can't get out being like, it's like every I'm hitting every wall. Like I'm in a giant maze and I'm hitting every fucking wall. And now I'm like back to the center. Like, well, what the fuck? I'm waiting to see an opening. (laughs) Like, Literally. And I I've heard a lot of like encouragement and I've seen a lot of signs from the universe of like, you're on the right path. Everything's going to be fine. And there's a saying of like, when one door closes, you open a window or some shit like that. And I'm like, girl, I've been opening the shutters. Okay. I've been crawling through the vents. Okay. I have done it all. Where is my out? I'm just real, so frustrated. I'm real frustrated and I'm, there's no words to describe it. Like I've tried everything. I've signed up for Rover. No one is available on Rover. Don't know what the fuck that's about. I live in a very ritzy area. Nobody needs people to walk their dogs. That's suspicious. That's weird. Explain that for me. But it's gotten to the point where I've literally applied for like bus driver jobs, where I'm like driving old people around town, which is fine. I've applied for, um, or I've looked into bartending jobs and I even have to do a certificate in order to be a bartender. I could do that, but bartending isn't good money. And ironically, I just watched the movie, No Hard Feelings, and she literally can't even like make her fucking tax payments off of being a bartender. Like it's little signs like that, that keep happening around me. And I'm like, well, what the? am I supposed to do? So again, I'm trying to find remote jobs that are actually in my field. I've gone completely outside of my field in one of these positions. Um, Another one I've been doing like social media work for, and it's just like, the avenues are there, but people just aren't fucking hiring or they just don't want to take a chance. They don't want to believe, or I'm fucking overqualified, which has been said multiple times. And people have had to call me to be like, okay, well, like you are a leader in your last position. So like, what the fuck, dear? what are you doing here? And ironically, with this last position, I'm hoping I didn't screw myself over. I don't think I did, but I gave him my rate. My rate was too high and I was like, oh, well we can negotiate. I think you working up to a median point and me coming down to that median point is fine. Like there's just little things like that where I'm like, I know my fucking worth and you know my worth and this is why I'm not getting jobs. Like, and it's not because I'm not humbling myself, it's not because I'm not actually applying and like, I don't know, making it look like my job experience is less than what it was, <laughs> but it's because of that. It's because people are people, humans are humans, and you can understand when somebody is over-fucking qualified, it's just wild. And on top of that, Chris Evans got fucking married. <laughs> Let's talk about it. <laughs> no, we're at, we'll actually talk about that in another episode. I literally just saw a picture of him flash on the screen For this new series or this new movie that's coming out on netflix because i i I paused my tv i'm just like over it like i'm so over it i'm so over being tired i'm so over applying for jobs i can't even look at a computer screen anymore like i am over it all right i'm just over it like i feel like my life has like completely fallen apart since we last talked like it just it hasn't gotten better (laughs) and oh my gosh ironically I didn't tell you guys when I technically maxed out of my benefits or they call it you've exhausted your benefits when that happened they only give you 26 weeks of unemployment I call the office because this is during the time where the government shutdown is supposed to happen and I was like fuck the government shut down I can't apply for my benefits and they're like oh no 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 like the government didn't shut down that was like postponed whatever however um you did exhaust your benefits and I'm like how is it even possible like you guys didn't give me the amount you said you were going to and they were like oh well it's heavily taxed that's why so I did the math I ran the numbers and whatever the amount was that they ended up giving me was correct but they taxed over 10% of that unemployment check which is fucking crazy um, I get why they did it, because then I would have to pay taxes on money that was given to me by the government and that's not a fun thing to do. Um, so yeah, it was an easier way to do it. But I was just so frustrated. I'm like, well, what do I do now? Like, what do I do now? You're the unemployment office, tell me what to do. And this man literally was like, well, your next step is to find a job. Death to all of them. Oh, oh. And I could not contain my anger. <laughs> like I could not. Believe my ears. This man literally said the next step is to find a job. No shit, Sherlock. I have been looking for a job for the past seven months. And you guys are the unemployment office. You're supposed to help the unemployed get jobs. The fuck? So yeah, he was not helpful. And then I called again. And I was like, I literally need like, you guys need to like, give me a link to like a fucking job board or some shit like this is ridiculous. And they're like, and they're like, Oh, yeah, well, here's a link. And um, you can always like look at your resources. And I was like, well, ironically, I don't live in the state anymore. I was laid off. That's why I had to move. Like, what the fuck? I would be homeless right now if I was still in that fucking state. No thanks to you guys. So it was just a lot of crazy shit, people being rude, disrespectful, and it just added to my anger. So yeah, yeah. Glad I figured out a few things about my own anxiety. Um, I was working through my shadow work, shadow work, shadow book. It's my shadow work journal that everybody was talking about on TikTok. Um, it has helped. I have been using one of their, I guess you could say therapy techniques. And it's when you start having anxiety or you start feeling the onset beginning of anxiety, you're supposed to talk yourself through why you're feeling the way you're feeling. So for example, I'm home alone right now. And being alone is one of my triggers because of what happened to me. And I literally just would start getting random, you know, tingly feelings in my chest. And I was just like, oh, I know what that is. And so it literally says talk through all of your emotions. You have to explain to yourself why you're feeling this way, why you feel that you feel this way. And so the way that it would go is if I was anxious about being alone, Um, I'm anxious right now because my mom kept encouraging me to go with her. I decided not to. I didn't want to go with her. I didn't want to go with her because where she's going is very stressful and it's not peaceful to me. And the reason why it's stressful and not peaceful is because of other situations that do not include me at all. So I shouldn't feel bad about that. Um, and I feel bad right now because I'm having anxiety and she told me to go. I'm having anxiety because of what happened to me in the past. And because that happened to me in the past, I feel this way now. And what happened to me was nothing that I could control. Therefore, there's no reason why I should feel this way. And like, you just like keep going through the rabbit hole of those emotions and you're just explaining it to yourself. And it sounds fucking obvious. It sounds like some dumb, dumb shit. I'm not gonna lie, it does. But when you do it because you're actively having the onset feeling of anxiety or the onset feeling of a panic attack, it actually fucking works. And I am not one of those girls where like little, literally like any and everything could work for me. I have tried it all. I have been a journaler my whole life. Now I'm a podcaster. Like I cannot journal anymore. Journaling stopped working for me. So now I podcast. I podcast my emotions, but more importantly, I give advice for people. And then I also get to meet people through my podcast and I talk to people through my podcast. So that is also super helpful, but this one thing, this one way of coping with your anxiety actually worked and it's through a fucking shadow book journal that I've only gotten through, I don't know, the first few pages of, to be honest, and it's really good. It really is. I like it a lot um it's one of those i didn't buy it because it was on tiktok i bought it because of an old friend who told me about it before and i was like you know what everyone is talking about this now i should probably get it so i did not buy it on tiktok shop but i did buy it on amazon something i did buy on tiktok shop though this is a total fucking side note to everything i talked about have you guys ever heard of oat house oat house i am not sponsored by them but you should sponsor me they used to be on shark tank they didn't get the deal But they're like all over TikTok. I don't know if they're like big now anymore. They were like a couple months ago. But they have this granola, I don't even know what to call it. It's like granola butter, I think they call it, where it's literally made out of oats. So it's not made out of nuts. It's basically an alternative for anyone who has like a nut allergy. And you can use it in your protein drinks. You could make it in a smoothie. You could drizzle it on top of fruit, on top of ice cream is what I like. And you could just eat it plain. And it's granola butter. And I bought the chocolate chocolate chip one and the fudge brownie on TikTok shop that was the first TikTok shop I think I ever bought and it got to my grandma's house so fucking fast and she lives in the middle of fucking nowhere so I think that speaks volumes so anyway I buy this me and my nieces and nephews try it out and my niece loved the chocolate one the fudge brownie one it's very dark chocolate forward it's really good but I personally could not eat it like that like I would have to eat it with fruit she was just like eating it raw okay so she loved it she also likes to eat like the green tea bags so she's just a bitter girl okay she likes bitter then we tried the chocolate chip granola and it's really just called like granola butter but she calls it chocolate chip because it tastes like Oatmeal chocolate chips. And it was so fucking good. Does it come with chocolate chips? No, you have to put your own in. But I like that even more because then I could add more or less chocolate chip. And I personally like to put mine in the refrigerator. They say that you don't have to refrigerate it. It's actually better to eat it when it's like warm or like on the counter because like it's I don't know it, it drizzles it's that kind of texture it's not like an actual peanut butter texture so it's really fucking good so total side note if you guys like granola butter type stuff it literally tastes like oatmeal chocolate chips, and it's fucking bomb, and I like to eat it with vanilla ice cream. So anyway, <laughs> besides besides the point, um, Shadow Book Journal and uh, oatmeal chocolate chip uh, granola butter has changed my life pretty drastically. But before we get into the rest of this episode, I'm going to pause really quick for a little ad break quick pause here to thank you guys so, so, so much for tuning into this podcast. I love absolutely every single listener that I have. We are being streamed across the world and it's absolutely insane. And again, you guys have stuck with me for the last two month hiatus that I've been on. So I just want to say thank you. And in my appreciation, I also want to remind you guys to make sure you subscribe and give us five stars. Okay. That five star subscription is going to do wonders for us. Not only in one, keeping me accountable, for posting and staying up to date, but making sure that we are being spread out to everyone else who needs to hear us as well. So, don't be shady and don't be gatekeeping. We need as many people to see us as possible. And do not forget to stream us wherever you stream your podcasts, Google, iHeartRadio, Spotify. We have a lot of listeners on Spotify. You should sponsor us. And also make sure that you follow me on TikTok, Mandatory Adults, all one word, and mando.pod, M-A-N-D-O dot P-O-D on Instagram. Thank you guys so, so, so much. I love you so much. I love you so much. So subscribe so crazy crazy um i'm gonna be going to universal studios with my sister this upcoming week and i don't know how to feel about it because i was really against it i really didn't want to go because i wasn't going to pay for anything i physically can't pay for anything i don't have any savings i don't have an emergency fund and i'm damn sure not racking up anything else on my credit card i need to pay that shit off so I basically had to tell my sister, like, the hard news of, like, I'm not getting unemployment benefits anymore. Like, I can't pay for literally anything. And my sister is basically paying for everything. And she's like, I just want you to go with me because it's my birthday. And not only is my sister taking me to Universal for her birthday, she's also taking one of her friends. And (sighs) y'all know, y'all know how I fucking feel about third wheeling and again it's not a third wheel like she's her friend but I'm not friends with her friend and I don't want to be friends with her like she's not a person that like I don't I don't think I would ever be friends with and the way that they're friends is through work so like hello that's a work colleague girl that's not like your bestie but apparently it is and then her and this girl continuously had falling outs because this girl likes her like likes likes her like likes likes her Do you get my drift? Yup, 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 yup. So I'm like, what the fuck? Why? Like you're paying for me to go. Just go with her fucking deep in your relationship. I don't know. But anyway, I basically I'm going to go with her. I'm genuinely not in the mood to like acknowledge new people in my life at the moment. Like I'm not openly dating, Um, like, I mean, I'm not against it, but I'm not on dating apps. I am over dating apps. I don't want to meet anybody new. I'm not here to make new friends. I'm really not and the fact that she's a work colleague and also where she works no (laughs) i'm just gonna say no like i do not think that that friendship's gonna last but that's besides the point but yeah so i'm gonna be like third reeling with her and her bestie apparently um at universal and i won't be paying for a single fucking thing it's just my presence and again i don't really like that like i don't like feeling like a kept woman unless this was like a man that i was interested in Like I, yeah, I don't want to do that. I don't like that. I like the playing field to be even. So that way when I decide that I'm emotionally and socially done for the day, you can't get mad at me because that's what's going to happen. I'm going to zone out. I'm going to go into my own world And my sister's going to be like, oh, what's wrong? Like, what's what's going on? And I'm going to be like, bitch, I'm just tired. Leave me alone. You guys you guys get the drift. You guys understand that's something that's happening. And I can already feel those vibes coming because I know how my sister is. I'm not friends with this girl. We've never really had conversations like I'm really not going to acknowledge her. I'm really, really not like I I hate being that girl. But like we don't vibe. We don't vibe. And my sister knows that like I don't. My sister doesn't see a lot of shit, I'll be honest. So we'll see how the fuck this goes. And it'll probably be a part of the podcast if something goes fucking crazy. So stay tuned for that one. Back to uh, our conversation of just like having a shit fucking time. (laughs) I made a TikTok the other day. I was stitching this girl's video because she was like, I'm working a nine to five. This is my first big girl job. I don't know how to feel because I'm so tired all the time. And let me tell you, I'm happy that that's over for me in my life. However, I know that if I'm going to be a creative, I'm going to have to like get back into it. And working a nine to five is fucking exhausting. And this is for anybody who's dealing with it right now, who is living that corporate girly dream or just, you know, working an office job. It's hard. And there's no reason why you should be feeling so bad about yourself. Working a nine to five is pretty fucking cruel. Most of your day is gone by five o'clock. You're at an office all fucking day surrounded by people you couldn't care less about. And you always have to be on you always have to be a specific kind of way you can never fully be yourself in an office unless you're a white man in America. We know this. So don't shit on yourself if you're having the hardest fucking time because I had a hard time as well. And I remember I was buying HelloFresh, I was constantly treating myself to things and there was only so much really good food, I'm not going to lie, there's only so much really good food I could buy for myself to make myself feel less tired and it didn't really matter how much money I had or didn't have, I still didn't have enough energy to go out and like hang out with my friends and like live life. Like my friends were always busy and I always felt like I was missing out because I was fucking exhausted. Me and my two cats were calling it quits. So I remember I went on a few dates. They were shit. (laughs) One of them was actually uh actually two of them two of them were the stories that i posted earlier on this podcast so definitely go listen to that dating app disasters i think is what it's called and that was the only time i kind of like allowed myself to like be free and like live life other than that i was fucking exhausted i would be at a farmer's market i would go to my friends markets because they had a they have a apparel brand I would always make myself go out and do things and I was just so fucking tired. Like I remember trying to make myself go for a walk right before I got really, really cold and I was forcing myself all the way to go for a walk and it didn't make me feel any better. It really didn't. And that's the worst part. Like when you're tired, you can't do anything about that when you're being drained from work you can't do anything about that and stop feeling bad about it because you're not the only one who is that fucking tired like i couldn't control the fact that i would get sleepy at 3 p.m every day 3 p.m on the dot i would have to like eat sour candy or like go get an iced coffee to make sure i would stay the fuck awake until 5 p.m who the fuck needs people in the office past two o'clock genuinely What is happening past two o'clock that needs to happen at a job where I need to be in this fucking building at 5 p.m.? Like, even now, being unemployed for seven fucking months, five o'clock is a crazy time to make people get off work. Five o'clock is the time where my nieces and nephews would officially be done with their work and they would go out and play. They would get done with homework. They ate their lunch, go out and play. And then by six o'clock or like really 5.30, I would start cooking dinner. Who the fuck needs me in an office at five? I just think it's crazy. Like genuinely the day is dragged on. It doesn't make sense. It does not make sense. And the worst part is because I got laid off, the company could just like lessen their hours. So that way I wouldn't have to be paid as much, right? Like, make that make sense. Like, you you lay me off. You're making hundreds and thousands of dollars off of me. Even now, fun fact, we'll get into that in a minute. You're making all this money off of your employees. But instead of actually being able to pay them, you completely eliminate their role. So that way, your existing higher-ups can get better bonuses. But what you could have done is shorten your work hours... I don't know two o'clock you don't have to pay everyone as much and also we get out earlier the day is yours so you're actually saving money like do you see what i'm saying and that fucking reminds me of the fact that me and my mom were talking and she was on this tangent you know gen xers are like oh everybody's so lazy nobody wants to work and mind you i was looking for a remote job because i physically can't fucking move anywhere i don't have the money to relocate myself across the country again. I did that one time and used most of my fucking credit card. I will never do that shit again. And now I'm in the situation that I'm in now. So she was talking about how people are lazy. People are not lazy. We're realistic. A remote job is realistic. Also, most jobs can be done remotely. They just want people in the office. I don't know what the fuck it is about office culture, like whatever the fuck that is about America, that's just fucking annoying. Even the French don't do that shit. The French will take a two hour long lunch break if they have to be get away from people. Like that's crazy to me that we are still working in this weird society where nine to fives are the norm. Anyway, we're talking about people being lazy. And I was like, people aren't fucking lazy, we're realistic. We are realizing what's important to us. My time in the day is important to me. I can go grocery shopping or even go to a doctor's appointment and work remotely. I don't have to take time out of my day to call out or to put time on a calendar to make sure that I am not being paid for the time that I'm not at work. Like That's ridiculous. If I'm gonna be paid a nine to five, I deserve most of that day to myself so I can actually go to do the human shit that has to be done. It's ridiculous i have to literally take sick time or just any time off in general like a fucking half day to go to the gynecologist like that's ridiculous so anyway i was like so you mean to tell me you're calling people lazy aka the workers she was trying to call workers lazy because the mall was open at 11 and closes at 7. i was like now let's use our brains. if a job is closing earlier and opening later don't you think the only viable explanation to do that is because they're not making money during the other times that they're open. As a person who was a manager in training well before I started working in corporate America, I knew shops close down earlier because they're not going to make any money. That's what we always did. We would close a shop down early. We would leave early because we weren't making money. You know how many times I was at Forever 21 and our manager would be like, it's 430. We haven't made a sale in the last two hours. We're closing. And I was like, oh, is that how it works? She's like, yeah, that's how it works. We weren't making money. We're closing. Duh. So, anyway, I had to explain that to my mom, and I'm like, it is not lazy. It's because people are fucking broke. If they're not making money, that means people aren't coming in to buy. But also, you know what that means? That means people are probably online shopping. Hello, remote work. All of that is to say, like, you're not being lazy. It's the fact that we're not making enough money. The world, the economy, the government, whoever the fuck puts these fucking laws in order, they're not paying us enough. And it's fucking cruel. And the fact that most of our days are gone by 5 p.m. is absurd. You're not crazy. Don't feel crazy. You're not fucking lazy. You're not being paid enough. The government and the people are making moves where it doesn't matter what people feel like. They're making those moves because they're making more money off of you. So it's not you. It's the government. It's the economy. It's the fact that we're in a recession and nobody's talking about it. It's all of these things. And that's exactly what my TikTok was about. Like, I was just reiterating quite literally all of this for you guys. So if you want to stay tuned, stay up on my TikTok. Komei, it's just C-O-M-3-H. All platforms, you can find me. On the other note of, oh my God, what was I talking about? What was I talking about? I'm gonna have to like pause the audio and listen back. I remember I was talking about this company making hundreds of thousands of dollars off of me and they still are. So here's a fun fact about corporate America. You basically belong to the company. Once you sign a contract, you are their property. Anything that you make belongs to them and not to you. However, I can take what I made and I can put that shit in my portfolio as long as I make sure that they know it's by this company, technically speaking, right? So I get laid off X amount of months ago, seven, and I realize, oh shit, I made shit for Christmas. I made shit for fall. This is the summer. I'm still going to have so many things coming out. What irritates me the most and i feel like I could take this to the fucking supreme court justice I'm not even exaggerating I may be watching way too much Bailey Sarian dark history but I know how the fuck laws are made basically this company got away with it because I signed a contract you can't get the job without signing a contract whatever but I feel like a law should be made by the fact that if you get laid off by this company and this company is still making money off of your work specifically what you did for them especially as a designer Partner, especially as a programmer somebody that actually puts a lot and I mean a lot of time and energy into a company to make it better whatever you implement to that company I think you should be paid the amount of money that that company continues to make off of you now if that's too much to ask like I get it asking for a hundred thousand dollars is a lot and they're never going to give that to me But how about i continue to get paid in unemployment or whatever benefits that you're giving me i continue to get paid in those benefits until you stop making money off of me that's exactly how it should work or until i get another job that's how it should work there is no reason why a company should be allowed to make millions off of my designs which they currently are there is no reason why they should be allowed to make millions off of me when they laid me off and only gave me 26 weeks of unemployment, they're still going to make more money off of me and actually, fun fucking fact, right before my unemployment ended, they made the most amount of money on me that they ever could because all of my designs were selling out like fucking hotcakes. That shit was sold out within a week. Okay, I was so angry that I made posts about it on Instagram and I had to delete them because I was like, if I'm trying to get a job, I can't downplay another job. But still, it's disgusting. It's like it's fucking I almost want to say perverted, like literally like it just feels nasty. Like y'all are just fucking y'all are conniving, deceiving. Like the actual devil, my God, it's just wild to me. So that's a fun thing that's happening with me right now. And I think we should make a fucking law. I think we should pass that law. I think we should do that. I think we should all go watch Bailey Sarian's Dark History, How to Make a Law, really watch it again, because I watched it once before and I learned a lot, but now I don't remember what the fuck she said. So we'll watch it again together and then we'll all come together and like petition for this to get sent to the Supreme Court so they can actually change that law. Because that's fucking crazy, especially for creatives. Do you know how many times as a creative, it's so fucking hard to work because people knock your shit off. They they reproduce your shit without you knowing and you don't have a copyright to it. And so you're just kind of fucked. Like there's so many ways that creatives get fucked over. And this is one of those many ways. I signed a contract. So now my work is yours. It just reminded me how angry I was. It really did. It reminded me how angry I was while working there because I was tired, exhausted, overworked and underpaid. And then you would very rarely see your benefits come through by your shit selling out by people actually giving you praises being like, good job, graphics team. Like that's the the amount of praise we would get. So that's my tea for this week. I love you guys so much. I'm sorry I've been gone, but I do have two episodes lined up and I'm not kidding. They're going to be posted. Um, I actually have my friend joining me on the next episode I'm going to record. That's not going to come out yet until probably like a week later since I will be at Universal Studios this same time while you guys are listening to this. So while you're listening to this, just know I'm in Harry Potter world, living my best life, probably dressed up as a Barbie. So make sure that you go follow my Instagram so you can see those pictures at Kome C-O-M-3-H on all platforms TikTok and Instagram. And then follow this podcast, you guys. Give us five stars and go follow us on Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, iTunes, and Google. Okay, we're everywhere. Go stream us. You're missing out if you're not streaming us on those platforms. And if you haven't followed us, follow us right now. And I can't wait to be back and tell you guys more about the hot tea that I have because. I have a lot of celebrity gossip I wanna tell you guys about. Like, I don't know if I'm gonna make this a new like monthly thing. Cause I don't know if there's a lot of celebrity gossip shit happening right now anyway. But what I do know, I'm very passionate about, very. And we will say it's probably Will and Jada and it's probably Jonathan Majors and it's probably Justin Timberlake and Britney Spears. Like it's all of these things And if you're interested, just stay tuned for next week. And I cannot wait to see you guys again. Make sure that you comment, like, subscribe, all these things, mandatory adults. On TikTok, mando, M-A-N-D-O dot P-O-D, mando dot pod. On Insta, leave us a DM, tag us and anything that you think is relevant that you think we should cover. Like, I love you guys. I love you guys so much. You guys can tell the energy that I had today. It was a downer at first, but then we we're back to normal. And I cannot wait to get back to normal with you guys. So stay tuned, stay warm if you're in a cold climate. And I love you guys. And I'll see you in the next one. Bye. <music> Thank uh-huh. you.